Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 27th episode of Cake and Conversation. As always, I'm your host, Jay Fight, and I want to start off by saying thank you for pressing play on my show. Pressing play, clicking subscribe, um, sharing links to my show, sharing posts I make every time you guys click share. Uh, it means a lot. It's like very corny and cliche of me to say, and I say it every episode, but it's very, very true and important to me that I, I say, you know, how grateful I am for all the support and all the help, especially for you taking time out of your busy day to give me and uh, my guests a platform. This week's guest is a fellow podcaster, and even though she's relatively new to the hosting world, uh, she's a natural, and when you when you check out her show, you think she's been creating it for years. Uh, just very, you know, charismatic, kind of has that, I mean, I don't even know how to say it in the right way. She's, I mean, she'd pull off being a news anchor, no problem. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all. She's definitely a professional. Um, also, for three years or so, she was really addicted to vaping. I'm pretty sure she had said at some point she was sleeping with it under her pillow. Um, and it, I mean, a lot of people, I'm guessing, can relate to this these days. You see everybody with a vape in their hand, whether it's THC or nicotine. Um, I believe hers was the nicotine version that she was hooked on. Uh, but last fall, she finally decided to make a huge life change and try and quit for good. Uh, her name's Tammy Ernst. And her show's called Break Vape. And you can find it on Spotify and I'm sure other hosting platforms. For sure on Spotify and I would assume like Apple Podcasts. The, the same platforms as mine. Also, one thing I liked about checking out her show. Um, they're, they're not always crazy, crazy long. Um, her episode's short, really easy to listen to, um, easy to digest. And even if vaping isn't your vice specifically, she's just very inspirational and has a natural ability to just help others. Like, I feel like if she's giving me advice, it's something I would want to listen to, or um, especially getting to talk to her. I could see how I could relate some uh, relate some of her information and advice and apply it to my own life, even though I'm not into vaping myself. I can apply it to other vices or crutches that I have. This episode is also cool because it's a little different than any of my others because she's also a podcast host and she wanted to also record for her show. Uh, she wanted to collaborate. Um, so this is the first one I've ever done where we kind of recorded simultaneously for each of our own respective shows. So if you go check out links to her show at Break Vape, uh, you'll also see this episode. Um, pretty much the full episode is going to be on her end, posted on her end as well. Um, when I started recording my audio, uh, there's about five extra minutes uh, before she hits record. And you'll be able to tell during the during the segment when she presses play because she does an intro to her own show. So, yeah, the first five minutes are good kind of behind the scenes action, which I like to let you guys in on. I like the behind the scenes stuff. Obviously, I don't do a whole lot of video content. Uh, well, I want to start working on that, having more you know clips of episodes and behind the scenes and all the the makings of how I put this show together. We uh, we met up at this really cool studio uh, that she knew about in Cyprus. And it's like this big office space where different businesses can just rent out different portions you know, of the building. And I think it was 60 bucks an hour. Um, we rented out this like podcast room. You know, 
know, professional looking. It's got all the mics. You know, if you've seen my social media, you've seen the pictures, all the mics, you know, 100% professional. So I want to give a quick shout out to the, the place is called The Work Well. So Google The Work Well, um, check it out. Definitely highly recommended if you're in the Houston area and if you're into podcasting. Because honestly, 60 bucks for an hour seems pretty affordable to me. Seems pretty fair. I'm 100% planning on recording there again in the future with other guests, as well as probably meeting up with Tammy again. The dessert for this episode is flan, which I love because I just love Tex-Mex in general. And flan, um, for those that are unfamiliar with it, I always describe it as like adult pudding. (laughs) It's kind of like a custard vibe to it. And then it always has like a sweet layer over the top, some kind of like honey syrup glaze going over the custard. Um, Usually you get it at like a Tex-Mex restaurant. It's not a huge portion. You know, it's a couple spoonfuls, just what you need. The one I got, though, (laughs) from my local HEB, the bakery there, they handled business. Uh, This portion of flan that I got could have fed 10 people, I feel like. Uh, So when we were done with it, we just left it behind for the office staff. It's like, hey, go put this in your break room. I didn't want to take it to go because me and my brother would eat the whole thing. And um, she wasn't headed, Tammy wasn't headed home, I don't believe. She couldn't take it to go herself. So anyway, we left it behind for the staff. Great dessert. If you know anything about HEBs, especially the bigger locations, they have that bakery in-house. So it's not like buying some frozen dessert. Like this bad boy was made the day before or the day of when I bought it. There's uh, my, my conversation with Tammy. It goes into two segments this week and it's a little over 30 minutes total. So I've kept you here long enough in the intro. As always, I don't want to spend too much time here. So uh, yeah, without further ado, here's my conversation with the host of the Break Vape podcast, Tammy Ernst. I'm going to record it on my end, too. I'm going to turn my Audacity on. You use Audacity for, to publish your podcast, yeah? I use Audacity just to record it. What am I trying to do here? I use Audacity to record, and then I use PodServe um, to send them, like, one link. I just send them my video file, and then they send it out to Spotify and Apple and yeah. all the places. Because I used to do that manually. It's it was, a pain. It was such a pain. When I um, first started this, because it'll do it, I think it's on seven platforms using Anchor. It puts it out. And I stopped for two years. And when I started doing it again, I didn't know that I had to resubmit the link. So I'm sitting here and I published that first episode back. And I'm like, I can't find I'm telling people, go to Apple Podcasts or go to Spotify. And I couldn't find it. Oh, no. So, yeah, it was good to know. Um, you guys all have your phones on silent? Yeah. Keep that bad boy. restaurant? I know y'all are about to record. Yeah, um, just uh, open the door, go out to your right, go around the corner, and you'll find it. Do you want us to wait, do you want us to wait for you? No, I'll just start. I'll be very cool. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. No, I need to get this set up for just to have the apartment, you know. Like I always, anytime you're watching podcasts, like we'll watch a lot of video ones on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Everybody has that setup, but it's like, I like being more like travel or like I can come to you and yeah. that's a cool aspect of it, but also to have that same setup with the studio. It looks more professional. It does. So. I like this though. This is really cool. Like 120 bucks. That's nice. Mine was about the same price, but it's like a big one with a stand and it has like a mic um, set up into it. Does it have the, what do they call it? Like the... 
filter thing too on the other side of it where you're like talking into that and it goes into it like it's like a noise reduction yeah, thing. Yeah, something like that. I wonder if I just set this up like on my phone to record, if maybe we could use that for video, video. later. Let's see if we can get an angle that gets us both in there. So yeah, when did you um when did you decide you wanted to do a podcast? I decided I want to do a part podcast like in early November of Yeah, so it's pretty recent. 2022, yeah, so it is pretty recent. And I don't I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get it. When my brother comes well, I guess him holding it wouldn't be consistent yeah, the whole time. He would have to just if he wouldn't mind, he could like hold it and be our video person yeah. if he's up for it. If not, I don't want to volunteer him. Oh, I'll ask him. Hey, come hold the camera for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just started the podcast 15, be 15 episodes this week. Yeah. So how often do you release them then? Once a week. Once a week. That's what I try to do too. I was always recording on like Mondays for the most part when I just restarted this. And I was going to drop them on Tuesdays the next day. And it's like, well, give yourself some time to in case you have to do an interview or a Tuesday or a Wednesday because somebody can't make it or you got to reschedule. Mm -hmm. And the first one came out on a Thursday. So I was like, cool. And I just now they're Thursdays. What's fun about it, too, like it's essentially it's a small business or like you're the boss of it. So as long as you don't limit yourself, you can do what you want. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people stress out about, oh, it's got to like maybe if you're OCD or something, it has to be perfect or it has to be this. And it's like it can be a little rough. I think eventually I'll get there where I'm going to be like, it has to be on this day and this time with this music and whatever. But my importance right now is just getting the word out. Yeah. And I do like when I know that there's something coming up, like before the holidays, um, I also, I had to have surgery not too long ago. So I knew I'd be down. So I pre-recorded episodes and I think it's always good to just have one like emergency episode yeah. already recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One thing um, I like about yours too is, oh, hey, would you want to stand up and record video for? Um, I was gonna see if you wouldn't mind recording. She's or, like, I don't want to ask him. What do you want to ask him? I'm like, I don't want to volunteer you, but that one. Okay, cool. I always figured too, like if I ever got cameras, you know, those people have like the content that gets all edited together, like behind the scenes stuff. I'm like, you're gonna have to learn. You're the videographer, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> or something that hasn't evolved. Good but, job in that too. Yeah. That's one thing I'll see, like when I'm watching those videos, like different podcasts and stuff, how they have it all edited together, and you realize there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So it's like you and I, we're just one person teams. It's like, oh, there's so yes. much to do. Now the best would be when you have a tech team behind you, and then you can just show up and do your thing, right? Which is whatever expertise that you're great at talking about. Yeah. Somebody else does a sound check. Somebody else yeah. is plugging in mic. Somebody else is making sure the gain is turned to the right amount. Yeah, because yeah, I don't know anything about gain until I got this yeah. thing. But I mean, I like learning new things and doing doing hard things and learning new challenges. Yeah. But the, the platform you use is easy to edit if you wanted to edit and I go back in. I have not edited a I thing. haven't yet. had to. Okay. I will just start all over again. <laughs> That's what I've done so far. Yeah. That's what I like about using Anchor too. It's like drag and drop. Like we'll have yeah. this segment, right? Whenever I had done, it'll be that segment. And then I get add, like I'll go home and do my own intro and yeah. the closing and I can just boop, build it. I don't have to go in there and like chop up sound or any of that stuff. So. Oh, I'm just trying to that. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll press, I'll start pressing record whenever you're ready. Present. Ready? Oh, are you recording already? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like it though. It's like a behind the scenes vibe to it. Yeah. That's what I like too. At least I'll tell my listeners when I'm getting feedback is people will like uh, appreciate or at least, I mean the, the rough around the edges part or it makes it more like honest or authentic 
or like a common guy, like, Hey, if I can do this, you can do it. You know? Yeah. And if you want to inspire people, it, it seems more, it's easier. I feel like to inspire people when they see the true self or they see the, how you're making the hot dog, I guess you would say, you know, instead <laughs> of trying, does. yeah, it instead of trying does. to just be perfect, then somebody else might be intimidated. Like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. Look how crisp and clean that is. Well, since I, I don't have a pre-recorded intro yet, do you mind if I just do my little intro? I usually say like, hey, welcome, Break Babes, Tammy or whatever. Today we're on the show. That way when it's coming from my side, yeah. I can I don't have to do any editing. That's like, cool. And then and then I'll kind of just stop talking and then you can take it. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, let's do it. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to the Break Vape podcast. I am your host, Tammy Ernst. I am a life coach and a former vapor. Today, I am here with Jay from a really cool podcast called Cake and Conversation. I'm actually a guest on his podcast today, so I will drop this so you guys all get to hear our conversation and... Fuck, I messed it up. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fun that way. It's like if I'm recording, when I record like the intros and the closing segment, like I'll have a little script writ- wrote out and kind of read as you go. But sometimes it's, it's like a... It's a, funny a, on video too because people are like, you look so sweet and nice. And then you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good for bloopers. Yeah. Okay. And because I stopped for a second because I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Vite. Vite? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know for four letters, it's got the E and the I, and everybody's like, Viet? Fight. Or, yeah, it's fight. Okay, German. I'll try this again. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone, to the Break Vape podcast. I'm your host, Tammy Ernst. I am a life coach and a former vapor. Today, I am actually a guest on someone else's podcast. I am with Jay Vite. He has a podcast called Cake and Conversation, and I'm so grateful to be on today. So take it away, Jay. Ooh, on with flan, too. <laughs> on with flan. Flan is a dessert. The other one you mentioned was baked Alaska. Do you remember the first time having a baked Alaska? Because it's not very common. Mm, I think I had baked Alaska in a restaurant, and it's an ice cream that has a dough inside that you bake it with a, a egg white crust over it. Super labor intensive, but it's so good. good. So Jay has a podcast called Cake and Conversation where he just gets people's favorite dessert and ask them what they like and then have a really chill, laid back conversation while eating dessert. So today we're eating flan, which is my other favorite dessert. It's good. It's like adult pudding. Yeah, like adult pudding. Somebody asked, like, what's a creme brulee or what's flan? I'm like, it's pudding for grownups. You got to have your pinky in the air when you eat it. (laughs) How do you do all these podcast interviews and have one favorite dessert? Do you have one or? I don't. I think growing up was always my go-to birthday dessert was cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that cheesecake wheel you get from like H-E-B or Walmart where it's got the little, like a couple slices of each flavor. Mm-hmm. I would just have that, I feel like most years. And then I'm not a picky eater and I like to be adventurous. So as I got older and even started doing this show, it's cool. I don't have to make the choice. You pick the dessert and I still get to eat it. Instead of me having to think, <laughs> what do I want today? Because So I don't, I don't think I have a favorite dessert now. But I've learned to really enjoy other desserts I wouldn't normally ever get. Like carrot cake. I love carrot cake. Ooh, carrot cake is good. Yeah, it's delicious. That's a good one. Because people, you just automatically think, like as a kid, if you're like, vegetable cake, I don't want nothing to do with that. That sounds stupid. <laughs> when you don't know, like when you have an uneducated palate. But then you're like, wait, it's cinnamon, apples, raisins, some kind of like buttercream or cream frosting. Like, it's delicious. Put it all in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think the most interesting one or random was my second episode. My first guest, he did lemon bars. Yeah. I'm like, okay, lemon bars. Yeah, it was interesting, or I wasn't expecting it. 
but the cool story was like he had been locked up and he got like lemon bars as a treat or whatever like once a week he could spend his commissary on lemon bars so like psychological wise it became like a comfort blanket so that was pretty cool because I'm like, why lemon bars, dude? Nobody chooses those. And he's like, oh, da 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 da. This is why. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna like doing the show then. So. I can I can actually I can see that because I love the tanginess of those. Okay. So yeah, those are really good. Yeah, so you're cool with mixing up too. It's not always just sweet. You're okay with a little tart. So. Oh my gosh, when you asked me what my favorite dessert would, I had to think. I'm like, oh, okay, let's pick out of like the top ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, I'll tell people sometimes too, like really snack wise, I like gummy bears, or the. What are they call the lifesaver gummies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts as a dessert. Like my buddy last week was like, it's kind of a snack and not a dessert. And I'm like, that's ah, sweet. <laughs> I guess you can't call an M M&M and M a dessert either. So, okay, cool. So yeah, you host this show. It's um, what's it called? Break vape. Break vape. Right. Mm-hmm. So how long would you say you were a vape smoker? Oh my gosh, I specifically vaped for over three years, and. Um, I grew up as a kid having people in my family smoke, so um, not my not my mom specifically, but um, like granny and aunts and just everybody around me a lot of the time smoked cigarettes when I was growing up, and I think I started picking them up around the age 11. Cigarettes? Yes. Good job. No. <laughs> Start them young. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I did. I, yeah, I pick them up. And, you know, I think the very first time I ever smoked a cigarette, I was 11 years old. And now being a mom and having a seven year old, I'm just totally just makes my brain go insane thinking about that. Um, so then I smoked cigarettes, um, on and off kind of throughout junior high and high school and, uh, early college. I actually really vividly remember that I wanted to quit smoking cigarettes. I just had the smell kind of like in my hair and on my clothes. And I thought to myself, this is a really gross habit. I flushed them down the toilet. I was like, I don't wanna smoke anymore. And I was a non-smoker for a very, very long time, like probably a decade. Oh, wow. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> probably a decade. And then years ago, I was at a music festival and everybody's, hanging out, we're camping, we're having a great time. And somebody handed me a vape, just like a normal nicotine vape that's like strawberry flavor or something. And they're like, here, try this. It's like, oh, sure, okay. So night was fun, party was awesome. I woke up in the morning, still had the vape on me. Fast forward, at least three years later, still had the vape on me. Still had the vape. Do you have like specific flavors you liked or brands you always had to go to? Or is it like whatever I get my hands on right now? I never committed to actually getting like one of those big, huge handheld devices. Like the computer looking vape thing. I always thought those were crazy. (laughs) Those are really high tech looking. Um, Most of mine were disposables. Um, There's so many different brands. I don't even remember. Um, But, you know, most of them you can charge with a laptop charger. Yeah, a little like mini USB or whatever. Yeah. And they had all the, the flavors, you know, like pina colada and mango and all these flavors that just sounded yummy and tasted yummy. And some of the vape pens, when you smoke them, they light up and- Damn marketing. Mar- I'm telling you, uh, yes. I, whenever I'm, one of my first episodes on my podcast, I really resonated with my listeners. And I was just like, listen, like it is a choice to vape or not. However, you're a victim of vaping. I don't think it's your fault because vaping is a carefully curated billion dollar addiction when you look into all the marketing and the science that goes behind it 
And now big tobacco is going after our youth and our kids the same way that they used to do with cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. And there's a yummy, disgusting chemical called diacetyl and all of those flavored vapes. That's what gives it that sweet flavor and also causes something called popcorn lung, which doesn't sound or no, look terrible. very good. <laughs> there's no such thing as like caramel popcorn lung. It's all bad. Yeah. <laughs> Explain popcorn lung to me. What does that do? Uh, popcorn lung is an inflammation of the lining of the very small um, alveoli inside of your, your lungs. Um, that's one of the disorders that can be caused by, by vaping. Um, and then another one is called EVALI, which stands for E-Vaping Associated Lung Injury. Um, EVALI is more common, not just with nicotine vapes, but more common with THC vapes. And that one has a chemical in it called vitamin E acetate. And um, so over 68 people in the U.S. so far have died directly from Evali. Oh, wow. That's like a big number. Yeah. What you would think. Yeah, Jay. And what's crazy about that number, too, is those are pre-pandemic numbers. Also, it's definitely increased since the pandemic because when you're sitting at home, nothing to do, stress levels are higher, panic is higher, you're going to lean on your crutch more. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So right before COVID hit, uh, people actually started getting sick and um, dying. And the doctors were trying to figure out what was going on. They actually didn't have a name for this lung disease that came up. And so they would have people come in and it looked like what would look like pneumonia. We have all of this uh, tissue damage on your lungs, but usually pneumonia is specific to one side of your of your chest, like one side of your lungs. And um, this damage was in both lungs. So it was something brand new they had never seen before, directly related to vaping. So they named it Evali. Okay. And we don't know since pre-pandemic levels what the death toll is up to yet. There just hasn't been enough testing done, like not a large enough sample size, I guess. I guess. I, if anybody listening knows these numbers, please send me an email because I would love to know. So when was it? How long have you, uh, I know you started the podcast, we're looking into it in November. How long have you been not smoking? When were you able to? I quit vaping shortly before November of 2022, and I started the podcast immediately afterward. You say it's like a good replacement, like at least for a mental replacement, like a substitution, right? Like, okay, I'm not doing this. How can I focus like busy time or tense time on something else? It was not so much that, but I mean, I, I guess you could. I could see why you would say that, but for, for me, starting the podcast was because I, I used to vape because I thought that vaping helped with stress. And I was thinking, okay, I'm human, I'm stressed out, so I'm going to vape. And then I learned that vaping actually causes stress via a dopamine hijack that takes place in our brains, and it causes stress. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm done. And then at the same time, also... I had gotten surgery on my wrist and I asked the doctor, I was like, is vaping really that bad? Because I just hear all the time that, you know, people switch from cigarettes to vaping and it's really not that bad for you. And this doctor was like, you need to look up popcorn lung and something called Valley. So as soon as I learned all this, I, I was just overwhelmed with information about how, really how terrible it is and how little knowledge there is about it for the majority of people who do vape. And then I just felt like I really needed to spread awareness around it. So it took me a while to quit. I mean, I definitely tried and failed 
flat on my face a few times trying to quit. Make it like a day or two and then go back to it and then maybe like a week and then fall back into it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm always telling my listeners on my podcast, you know, if you're not failing, you're not trying. It's totally fine to fail. Fail forward. When I was trying to quit every single time that I would try to quit and then fail, I would write down what I did well and what I think that I did not do well. And I actually wound up creating my own step-by-step system on how to quit and how to not go back. Um, and then that evolved into a course that I now teach to people one-on-one. Okay. So um, I do that as a coach. And, and it's just a lot of unique tips and tricks. Do you feel like getting to talk to other people going through that similar issue, you've been able to learn from them as well? or at least be able to relate to them for sure. But anything you might have learned from somebody you were coaching, like, ooh, that might, you know, maybe not necessarily a technique, but. For sure, so two things that come to mind that I wouldn't have thought of. I had one uh, one gal I was coaching and I was asking her, you know, what annoys you the most about vaping? And she said, well, actually I am gonna go get this facial. And I guess what they do is they kind of laser your your skin and for your tissue to repair, it's harder to repair if you have nicotine or anything like that in your system. And so she's like, specifically because I want to look gorgeous with my <laughs> facial, <laughs> she said, I need to quit vaping. Well, so that works. was one that I never would have thought about. Um, and then the number one most common reason I've come across with all the people that I've talked to and interviewed about vaping is they don't, they don't want to waste money on it. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, it gets really expensive. I was, um, I smoked cigarettes maybe for like a year or two years where it got to maybe like a pack a day or close to a pack a day. It was like 17, 18, 19 years old. And I remember one day and I also smoked weed. Mm-hmm. And so I would smoke both of them. So just the money alone. One day I remember waking up and at the time uh, I didn't have any money until I worked again like later that night, but I couldn't wake up and go buy a pack of cigarettes. It was $5 a day at the time. You know? And even now, like I'll see prices sometimes now that I don't smoke. I'm like, what's it like $8 for the same, pa-? you know, obviously mm-hmm. prices go up, but Especially 2023 inflation. Yeah. Jeez. I, I got lucky. I guess being able to still smoke weed and not, not smoking weed as consistently as I was cigarettes because you couldn't just smoke wherever, like step outside, take a break. But I got lucky that I was able to just cigarettes were cold turkey. You know, and like over the years, maybe if I've been like hammered drunk at three in the morning with somebody, I've tried a cigarette or I'll put them out. I can't even finish a full one. I was like so glad that I was able to at least quit that. Mm. Yeah. Then, isn't it great? Those days are behind you. Yeah, for sure. Now, my thing is going through and um, like drinking, making sure I don't drink all the time, you know, and I can go days where I'm not drinking and all of a sudden on a Friday night, maybe uh, my thing is like no discipline, like with binge, like I can go be fine and not drink, like I'm not having withdrawals, but then all of a sudden I'm at the bar and it's like, okay, I'm going to get a beer and a shot. And then after two beers, I'm like, I'm going to switch to Tito's, but my shots are tequila. And after like four hours and you're 15 drinks in, you know, it could be a problem. <laughs> so yeah. anytime I stopped, to, that's how I started the show too, was going through a sober stretch and I always replace mine. I'll start drinking a lot of Topo Chico mm-hmm. or like sparkling water. Mm-hmm. And I just call it virgin vodka because you still get that. Like we're talking about crutches, right? I'll still get that burn with the carbonation and there's no sugar or bad stuff in there. It's just mineral yeah. water. But yeah. I'm so glad that you brought this up too, because it, whether it's weed or alcohol or whatever else our listeners are going through on your side and on my side, most of that stuff comes down to, okay, if you, you know, go out and have some drinks, you're going, you know, to a concert or whatever, every once in a while, you know, that's one thing. But when it comes down to addiction, that's a whole different thing that you really have to face. And, um, 
you know, specifically talking to, to vaping, if, if somebody wants to quit, I can help them. But if you just absolutely do not want to quit, then you're, you're not going to quit. That's how it is with, with any addiction. And, and I think to expand on that too, just to make it broader into whether it's alcohol or smoking pot or whatever, whatever you're doing, gambling, sex, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Gambling, um, over internet porning. I don't know, over Netflixing, over, over whatever you're doing in the life coaching industry, we call this buffering. I, I learned this buffering um, definition from an amazing life coach. Her name is Brooke Castillo. I follow her and her podcast. Um, when it comes to buffering, it's just anything that you're doing not to really feel your feelings, right? So that could be overeating, over drinking, over watching porn, over Netflixing, over exercising, over working. Being a Starbucks every day. Yeah. I mean, and just anything where you're buffering to where you're not feeling your feelings. So what I teach my clients when I'm working them is, you know, here's the secret sauce. Really, if you want to quit vaping, you have to change the way that you think and feel your feelings. And then I help them come up with a process of how to do that. Um, But I'm glad that you brought that up because I think so many people struggle with addiction and in some form or another everybody's addicted to something and you know we just have to spread awareness around it and make sure that it's not some taboo topic stigmatized yeah you don't want to feel shame for having a problem when a lot of the time it's mental or an actual you know like a chemical imbalance in your brain that causes it can be a sickness or a disease you know yeah true amen to that one thing that i feel like helps me like sometimes we'll put a lot of pressure on ourselves like i'm never drinking again You've already, I feel like you've already lost or, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not drinking this whole for 80 days. Like you're putting that limit. Then you start, they can create stress instead mm-hmm. of supposing to help stress. I'm like, I'm not going to do it today. And then today comes like tomorrow comes. Okay, cool. I'm not going to drink today. And then day at a time, all of a sudden you're six weeks deep. I feel like some people like a new year's resolution. I don't necessarily agree with those anyway. It's like, okay, I'm not drinking this year. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. I hope you don't, but it's unrealistic. So you're not going to drink, especially if you're a really bad alcoholic. Cool. You drink when you wake up, make it till noon and then have a shot. And that's still a small victory. Oh, you got it noon. Tell yourself, okay, I can make it till five. Mm, baby steps. Yeah. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. boom, like you're not, it's another like a, whatever, like a cliche example, but like you don't just build a house all in one day. It's like, cool. Here's the floor. Here's the foundation. Here's the da da da. And all of a sudden, I mean, after time, then you have the house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you really do have to start, start with baby steps. Some people, God bless you if you can. Some people just do it cool turkey, and that and that that's just the way that they they're able to do it. Some people do need those baby steps. Um, with some of my my friends and my clients that I've talked to before, I'm like, okay, when it comes to your vape, maybe first just leave it at home when you make that first trip that you're going to make of the day, right? If you're gonna go to the store, like oh. do it on a weekend where you're not going off to work and you're going to leave it at home for the entire day. Yeah. Right. But if you're going to leave your house and purposely not have any vapes on you, if you don't think that you're addicted to vaping, try doing that and see how your body will freak out. Do that and then go to a Walmart or a Target. <laughs> You'll probably drive right to a vape store unless you have your quit plan completely concisely yeah. detailed out, which is one of the things that I teach and um but yeah baby steps i mean you just have to do it a little bit at a time and i love to get people to a place where 
they can clean out their closet one day and they can find the vape in the back of their closet and hold it up and go, oh my goodness, this has zero power over me. Yeah. I absolutely have no desire to smoke this or puff on this or anything. That feels like such a liberating feeling yeah. that I just... I love to help people get to that place and feel that feeling. You, you're com comfortable enough, confident enough now. Like if somebody were outside and somebody has a vape around you, it doesn't bother you at all. No Not comment, at all. No issue. Mm -mm. So some people like say back in the day when cigarettes were bigger and you quit cigarettes, some people couldn't be around other smokers because they'd want to smoke. So it's good you have that willpower. It's hard. You know, I'm always trying to come up with some example of what it is, but there's so many humans and we're all so different. So it's hard to find one thing that somebody wouldn't be tempted to do. But it's like if you've... If you've never done crack, okay, or something like that, and it has zero power over you, and you walk past it, and you see it, and you just keep walking, and you're like, oh, no, I don't do that. That's the place where I get to with vapes and with people with vapes. It's yeah. like it has absolutely zero power over you. Um, you know, so in, in our listeners' minds, you know, replace that terrible example with whatever, <laughs> with whatever it could be that has no power over you. It could be jello. You know, just whatever it is. But flan. Flan. Oh, well, flan has, I love it. But, but yeah, you know, just get to a place where <clears throat> it's just something where you can either go to the end of the spectrum, the opposite end of the spectrum from going from being totally addicted to it to being totally disgusted with it. That's definitely an option that's available that some people prefer. Or you can land in the middle and be completely apathetic. And with that apathy, you just don't care. It just has zero power over you. And it's a wonderful, liberating feeling. What would you tell somebody who, like, would you tell your, like, former self or somebody who's 16, 17, 18, and you think they're about to start picking it up? Or, like, what would you let's say, let's go 10 years in the future with your kid and you caught them or they're trying to hide it? What would be the first thing you'd tell somebody? If they were my child? Yeah. <clears throat> or if there's something you could help somebody, like, maybe not necessarily, like, get on to them because maybe that wouldn't help, but, like, words of advice or before they got too hooked? Mm, so that, well, I'm, I'm specifically thinking of my child now because mm. you know, the way that you can influence somebody, it also has to do with how much authority that you have over their lives. So if you're a parent and you're coming from, from that place, I think you always should come from a place of love and empathy. Um, uh, you know, with my listeners, I'm always trying to be a resource and trying to educate. I'm trying to be a guide. I'm trying to be a coach, I'm never trying to lecture when it comes with your kids. It's hard, right? Yeah. It's hard not to lecture them it's a part of you. because the more you care about someone, the more you're coming from a place of fear and that fear drives that intensity. And I just think the number one thing, like you're asking, what would I, you know, what would I offer somebody? I would say, educate yourself on it. I would educate my children. I would educate my friends. I would educate my clients. I, I would say, listen, you know, let's look up some pictures of people dying from vaping in different ways. It doesn't have to always kill you with a lung disease. There's a man that died in Texas because a vape exploded into his face when he was smoking it and it flew into his jugular Oof. And I'm sorry, it's disgusting. Well, no, that's just a bad way to go. Poor it's guy. It's a horrible way to go. I feel so bad. Um, I, I posted his article on my socials. But yeah, this um, I think he was 24 years old and he was smoking this vape. It exploded. It, it severed his uh, jugular, um, one of the arteries, and, and he died. That was that. And um, I was speaking to another man on 
socials not too long ago that I'm going to have an interview with coming up here sometime soon. And he was smoking a vape and a piece of the cotton came out because I don't know if you know, but if you break a vape open, if you bust it open, there's the cotton. cotton comes out. Yeah. I'm going to take a, one second for a quick ad break and okay. then we'll dive right back into this conversation. So you were talking about, uh, we're back here with Tammy, and you were just telling me about how the, the thing exploded, and it was something to do with, or what, what was it about the paper part? Oh, right. So I was uh, talking to this young man on socials that I'm going to have on my podcast sometime soon as a guest, and uh, the cotton part of a vape uh, flew out and caught behind his tonsils, like in his throat, and he started choking on it. And at the same time, it made his heart rate go up like crazy, like he was going to cardiac arrest. And he started having an allergic reaction from it. Um, luckily, his girlfriend just happened to come and find him. And he went to the emergency room. Um, all the doctors thought that he was on some kind of drugs other than um, vaping. And I think he was also on some THC. Uh, but besides that, nothing else. And he almost died from it. That's yeah, scary. Yeah, it uh, is. Uh, it's a crazy topic. At the same time, too. I mean, I'm sure hopefully he quit mm. at that point. I mean, you said you're going to have him on as a guest or. I am. Yeah, I'm going to have talk him to on him. as a guest. Yeah. That's cool. That's fun. See, um, so I tell people one of the best parts about doing this show for me is you get to meet people I would have normally never met. Like what? We two weeks ago or something we just both joined a random. I'll join a bunch of the Facebook podcast groups or online mm -hmm. podcast groups just to promote or learn or ask questions. And then that's how people say, how'd you meet your guest? I'm like word of mouth. Sometimes you just send a message and you never know who's going to respond. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that's what you like about it too. Now you'll put your info out and then you'll get people that reach out to you. Hey, I want to schedule a session or schedule a coaching, you know, and you would have never came across them if it wasn't for doing this. Mm, definitely. Yeah. I, I came across your, um, more in some, one, one of the podcasting groups on Facebook. And, uh, I just, I thought your idea for a, a podcast was just so cool and relaxed just cake and conversations yeah yeah so i like when it's not like cake and interview questions you know it's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, right. some people get so well i've told this story before on here but how i got the idea i wasn't drinking at the time and i was mainly a day bartender at a bj's brew house and i'd still get off work and still go to the bar because that's one thing too that would help me kind of it's like facing your demons i guess it's like people will ask how can you be sober be a bartender it's like where is it in the job description that i have to drink but anyway, they're like, why would you go to the bar when you're not drinking? Well, one thing I would also do sometimes if I knew where their cute bartender was working, a way to like, they don't like to hit on bartenders. It's usually tacky. Like as a guy, I know that I don't like to hit on bartenders when I'm working or when I'm not working. Anyway, I'd get cake and milk. It's just an icebreaker, a conversation. You can go to a bar and get cake and milk. So anyway, I'm not drinking. I go to this uh, restaurant. Sit at the bar, pretty bartender, order cake and milk. Right off the bat, they're like, like what? <laughs> anyway, she was real busy this particular day, like really, really running around, stressed out. I'm like, hey, you want some cake? They're going to say no. Like, I'm not eating the stranger's food. But like five or so minutes, she comes by with a spoon and just whoop. And you see that light bulb in her face like, oh. <laughs> and then she just started talking about her day, life. just. And that's when I had that light bulb moment like, oh, people are relaxed or were less or more willing to be vulnerable they got something sweet. It's almost like the same thing, like a dopamine or something in the brain. Exactly. So yeah. I could be talking to somebody, like say me and you were talking off air and it's a good conversation and not you specifically, but then I hit record, some people will freeze up or get nervous or be like, oh, I just said something stupid. What if I put some cake down? They're less likely to worry about all that. Or it's like, oh yeah. And like, it's your favorite dessert or something. 
I always ask, so growing up eating it, was it something with your mom or grandma or, you know, like when you first sat down, I talked about the baked Alaska, like when was your first one? So yeah, it's a way to get people's guard down because none of us are like famous celebrities that are used to like paparazzi, you know, like we press record. It's like, oh crap, everybody can hear me now. Or like video record, right? Like, oh, people are watching. You know? Some people will get all stiff. It's like, no, just eat some cake and chill. It'll be fine. Yeah, what a great idea. Yeah. I love that idea for a podcast. It's fun. Yeah, and it's unique. Like, I got it off. Have you seen the Hot Ones Challenge on YouTube where the guy sits down with celebrities and they go through, like, a different wing sauce and he's interviewing them about, like, movies and stuff? I think I might have seen that on TikTok. Kind of got an influence from that. And there's a Netflix show with Seinfeld. It's uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. And he just meets up. Each episode is, like, 20 or 30 minutes. He meets up with a guest and he'll get a different car, like an old classic car that he thinks fits their personality. But they just drive around, interview, and just talk, and it's more conversational style. Oh, Meet up at a coffee shop. So I kind of combine those two. I'm like, okay, I want to do the same thing. I want to have my own little niche with dessert. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, that's just a vehicle for us to tell our stories. Yeah, yeah what a great idea. Growing up, um, my mom always made banana pudding from scratch, <laughs> which has got to be one of my other favorite desserts. Vanilla but- wafers, too. Yep, it's actually the recipe that's on Vanilla Wafer's box. Uh, she just altered it a little bit to make it her way, but it's been around forever. And so she taught me that when I was a kid how to make it so I can make the vanilla pudding from scratch. And You still do that now? I do that now, Sweet. yeah. Every family function, we do that. The next time we come, when I have uh, my brother on your show and you can talk about his vaping thing, we'll have some of your banana pudding. <laughs> Yeah, you have to bring some banana pudding then. Yes, if your brother would like some some help vaping, send him my way. We'll we'll get him if he wants to. Right. He's got to want it, right? If he wants to quit, then we'll get him to a place where he'll have a vape-free life going forward. Also, when you meet up with somebody, like say you're meeting up with somebody for the first time, as compared to the next day, you've seen this person six or seven times. Um, do you have different, like a step plan, I guess? Like, oh, I'm talking to you for the first time. This is what we're talking about. I've seen you a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Like, is there like a step-by-step process? Like, hey, day three, we're going over this. Or I do have a step-by-step system that I use. Yeah, so we definitely um, go over a specific quit plan that is unique to that person. And we go over dopamine shifting and we learn all the science behind it. And because everybody's different, every human has a different reason for wanting to quit and different crutches that they might need while they're going through their quitting process. So I'm not a big proponent of trading one bad habit for another. Um, So I have like some tips and tricks that I use to, to help people quit without replacing it with another bad habit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also just with coaching in general, it's it's just such a beautiful tool to to have with people because I'll take somebody into consideration and I'm like, okay, aside from vaping, what else is going on in your life? You know, what other challenges are you facing? Let's break it down into health, wealth and relationships out of those three categories. Where do you want to improve? What's stopping you from improving? You know, how can I help you get to that level of seeing yourself from 10 years from now where you're going to look back and say, thank you that I changed that thing that was not working for me in my life. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to book you or reach out to you, how they go about it? Uh, they can send an email to hello at breakvapes.com. That's hello at breakvapes with an S dot com. I'm working on a website right now. Um, I do have a 
how to quit vaping course coming out in the future also. Right now it's in beta. So that way it'll be more accessible to a lot of different people if they don't want to do one-on-one coaching. I love one-on-one coaching. It's my jam. So if anybody wants to coach, they can just send an email and, um, and I'll explain exactly how coaching works and answer any questions that they have. And when you figure out the website, let me know. I always know, like people say, it's not that hard. There's like a couple of different platforms. They pretty much build it for you. I guess besides the money part, like I want to build it from scratch or know how to work it, know how to mm-hmm. add content to it. I think I was asking you about your website and you're, you're, what, are you learning how to code or what? Are you- I, I guess it would be like that. I don't know. I need to learn how to code. I want to build it from the ground up the right way. I mean, yeah. I guess we could pay people to do it and then they teach you how to access it or something. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I want a website though. You're, it, I mean, you're literally getting out there with like the hammer and the nails and trying. I mean, tech speaking, right? And building up your website. Would want is it, to. Is it WordPress that you were Yeah, it would be WordPress, matter of yeah, fact. WordPress. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, I need to get back into that too because I like to write. So I'd want to have a website where it features like like a writer's corner, whether it's me or I could feature other writers on. You know, they come in and post their poem or short story for the day. But then also have like, so you're the guest this week on this show. Like there'd be a separate page featuring all of your info and how they could reach you and have your story and like a merch page and then have links for the shows on, you know. Yeah. So. As a writer, what, what kind of writing do you find the most enjoyable? Are you more fiction, nonfiction? Uh, as a writer, I do poetry mm-hmm. and then it's usually not um, like, it's almost more prose, I guess, than poetry is what a lot of people say. Cause it's not like, a, it's not always like A, B, A, B or A, B, C rhyme scheme. I like to just kind of be, it's like short and simple and to the point and it's going to rhyme at certain times, but I guess prose is just more like the written word. Mm-hmm. And I've done some personal essays. I just haven't released really any of those. Like I'll share them with friends, but that'd be another thing for the website is just being able to put all of your content on there. You know? Gotcha. So on my end, if any of my listeners happen to be podcasters and want to reach out to you and maybe inquire about collaborating with Cake and Conversations, how would they get a hold of you? So my Instagram is cake underscore and underscore conversation. Um, my email is andyvite08. So it's going to be A-N-D-Y-V-E-I-T-0-8 at Hotmail.com. Um, Facebook is just my name, J Vite, if you want to go that route. So, yeah, usually Instagram or email might be the way to go. But, like, me and you met over Facebook, so mm-hmm. you never know. So I like joining all these different groups. You know, All it takes is one person. You can send a DM to a 1,000 famous people. Like, oh, they're famous. They're not going to read it. But all it takes is one person. And they're a guest on your show, and then you know. That's true. Oh, you know, I do have a Facebook group. I just created it, though. It's kind of um, it's brand new, so uh, I think there's maybe just a few people in there. Uh, but we're definitely going to build it up into a nice open space, non-judgment type of room where people can talk about the struggles and their successes that they're having with vaping. So if you just go to Facebook and um, type in "break vape." then that uh, group will will pop up and then you guys can join the group and you can uh, send me a message from there as well. Sweet. Well, this has been great. I definitely want to, we'll have to meet up again for sure and do another episode to see how, see how it's going progressing, yeah. especially with you being newer too. Once you start building up more and more content and episodes, like I can't wait for like the next story in a month or two from now. So yeah, I'm not going anywhere. So it's been fun. <laughs> thank you, Jay. This is fun. And thank you so much for the flan. It was absolutely delicious. Yes, ma'am. Thanks again to Tammy for meeting up with me and talking about her new journey, relatively new journey, as a life coach and a podcast host. 
She seems like the type of person who, once she makes up her mind about a goal or an idea, she's all in, really fully committed to being successful with it. Um, that's something as a as a host myself and a creative type. It's something I can respect on my end. I respect her a lot for what she's trying to accomplish and what she's doing to help others. Also, a quick special thanks to my brother,、um, especially since I started doing the show again. You know, this is the fifth episode since I relaunched.、Uh, my brother has been with me. He's always there behind the scenes, very committed to even just hanging out. But if I ask him for help in little ways, he's always down to help.、Um, this particular episode,、uh, Tammy, we were trying to get the video stuff lined up. Like, obviously, I want more video content.、It's、still a work in progress.、Um, she was also wanting video content. So this thank you to my brother goes to him for taking her phone and recording video steady for about forty minutes or so, and trying you know to keep it professional and not move around too much. And he didn't complain at all. So yeah, thanks again to him for helping out. It's kind of like my my free labor videographer <laughs> at the moment.、Um, finally, as always, I want to say thank you again to all of you. The important people, the listeners, for pressing play and giving my show a chance. There's a decent shot I'd probably still keep doing this, even if like nobody listened, even if it was like ten or eleven people. But the fact that a few hundred people check it out every single week, and it's me, like I'm nobody, it's pretty cool. I will be back again next Thursday with an all-new episode. And until then, you go hang out with your brother or your sister. Or some friends or family, and together y'all can enjoy some cake and conversation. Take care.